Basement Bookers Podcast. Hola, damas y caballeros. Bienvenidos al Basement Bookers Podcast. Soy Basement Jer, and aquí, como siempre, mi amigo, el campeón del basement, Rich Torres. Sorry, right. I'm still Mexico. Okay, for those of us that speak English, because this is it is still an English uh, Basement Bookers Podcast, mostly because my Spanish, as you heard, is terrible. So... Uh, if I invited anybody, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican on my mother's side, uh, but I don't speak as much Spanish as I should. Richard Riz and I are back from Mexico. It's, we're happy to be here with you guys. Uh, it's the only time I'm going to ask this until the end. But if you like this, share it with your friends. Give it a thumbs up any way you made it. Richard Riz, bail me out here. Help me. I'm trying right. here. <laughs> Dude, thank you for the intro. Uh, my Your Spanish is, as always, much better than mine. Uh, we are back from Mexico. I don't know if you could tell that I got a tan, but I got a tan. It's a tan. beautiful tan. Tan is there. I don't sure. I'm, yeah. not taking, I'm not taking my watch off again because it's a pain to put it back on. But mm. we came back. Of course, we were going to come back. You, you couldn't get rid of us. You are not getting rid of us that easily. But we came back, and the first thing that aired was SmackDown with the WWE draft. So that is going to be our topic for the day that's a great topic rich torres it's so full of news and the very foundation of whatever and it all started on monday technically uh when uh, triple h came out and he's like listen roman reigns he's the greatest he's wow boy he's he's just unstoppable and then just proceeds to take a shovel and bury him it's like but he's not always here you know so uh Look what I got. Look what I made. Look. And then he presents to us the new World Heavyweight Championship, which uh, I want to get your, your your reflections on that, your opinion on that right away. And then if we can remember WWE history, what it reminds us of. So you go ahead, Richard Riz. Uh, what do you think about that? The, uh, the design, uh, the presentation, and how uh, Triple H went about the whole thing. So first up, the design of the belt. I like it a lot. I really like the obvious homage to the original World Heavyweight Championship. What I think, though, is some of the detail is lost if you're not really looking at it closely. I think some of the detail needs more color to, to stand out. Like There are like two lions on the side of the WWE logo in the middle there. Um, I'm not sure if that is a reference to an. It probably is a reference to a previous belt. I can't think offhand of which one. I'm kind of just thinking of it now. I should have looked it up, but I'm unprepared. Hold on. I always thought the best part, uh, and I don't know if it's from that or whatever, but I like the the best part of the NXT UK Championship. They had lions on it. I believe, right. if I if I remember correctly. So mm-hmm. I think I like that part. I like lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you're not going to do an eagle. Like you should have lions, you know what I'm saying? And you can do both, right. obviously. But so I, yeah, I, I think it's cool. I like that. Like, there's mm-hmm. different, like maybe the lions, like a thing for UK or something. But you get those wrestlers here too. It should re- it's the world heavyweight championship, right? So. Yeah. So I I like the lions over the eagle only because they are a global company, and the American bald eagle is more of a reference to America, which you know, fine dandy, but you know, if anyone has any sort of hostility or whatever, any, any stigma against the Eagle and the U.S., this will 
negate that. Um, like I said, it could use more uh, more color in detail or different color in the detail. Um, maybe a I don't know, maybe a rose gold in something. Maybe they make the background rose gold and the reg the rest of it regular gold. Just a thought, just throwing that out there. I th I do think it's a cool design. I'm wondering how much it weighs compared to the old world title. Looks like it weighs more because it looks like the it logo. Weigh six pounds of gold or something, or eight pounds or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, it looks like the 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 WWE logo part of it actually protrudes from the rest of the title. Kind of cool. I'd really be interested to see it in person so that I get my hands on it. Um, I do have a title I need to replace because it has it's the Scratchiti logo. So now I'm technically two titles behind. So thanks, WWE. Well, we don't know if Roman's going to get a new belt either. It, it would might... make sense for him to because why have two titles for one person when there's a whole other champion? Might be aesthetics visually like the you know wear one raise one uh kind of deal also kind of reminds me of boxing where like you have the the paul Heyman or whoever and they're carrying the belts for you in the air and you got your posse and all that stuff mm -hmm. um to me i think visually uh it's a good looking belt but i couldn't make out the details until i saw it on twitter like on television, it's hard to really see, but I guess it gets a bit of kind of aura. Um, I, I guess I'm I'm on the fence with it. I I still like the the right the the last one, the last belt, the mm -hmm. the World Heavyweight Championship with the black uh, strap. Yeah, uh, I never, I really, I didn't, I never liked the red one, and I never liked the blue one. It looks like a toy. At least with the women's championships, like it's just the plate that changes mm -hmm. color, and mm -hmm. it's cool that they have their own little thing, and it should just stay that way. Uh, we're probably gonna have to talk about the women's championships later anyway, but overall, I'm gonna say it was good. Uh, what they're trying to do, but not the way Hunter went about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, first you acknowledge the tribal chief, and then. I, he's still your champion, like like you like he works for you. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like, it was smart of him to be like, yeah, you know, if it if if I could, I would have done what Roman does, also. Mm -hmm. And um, what this reminds me of is, see, back in the day, we had the WCW Championship, the World Heavyweight Championship, and we had the classic, the WWE Championship. And one day it was decided that it would be there would be an undisputed champion that the winner would have both belts. And Chris Jericho beating The Rock and Steve Austin in the same night becomes the undisputed champion. And after a while, Brock has Brock is the man, and there's one belt. It's made into one belt, and Brock is a SmackDown superstar. So the Undisputed Championship was exclusive to SmackDown. And it's at this point that Eric Bischoff uh, gives to Triple H, brings back the big gold belt, and just gives it to Triple H. No tournament, no nothing. So at least this is different. And I guess I wonder if 
they'll acknowledge uh, that 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 had happened before. I don't know, but either way, at least they didn't just hand it to Seth Rollins or whoever. Cody. Yeah, there is a debate. There is a mm-hmm. raging debate. That's a great transition to the next segment. So mm-hmm. I don't want to guess what your opinion on this is, but here's my opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. my opinion is just because, and I'm going to go by before the draft. We'll go by before the draft. I don't think it should be Cody Rhodes. I think Cody Rhodes should be going after the championship that has the lineage, which is what Roman has. Whatever you want to say, Roman has it. That's mm-hmm. that's it over there. No matter what happens, that belt is brand new. Now, there's two schools of thought here. There's finish the story, get the championship that, you know, your father didn't get to keep, okay? But then there's, okay, st- stop it with the meme that your Cody Rhodes and your father's Dusty Rhodes start your own legacy. There's that. Mm-hmm. Just because Cody is on Raw now and Roman is on SmackDown does not mean that he cannot chase that championship because you still have money in the bank before SummerSlam. Say with that what you will. Rich is your thoughts. I agree that Cody should take the title from Roman at some point. When? I can't. You know... There are a lot of plans in place with the bloodline. There's there's still a lot of story to tell. Cody has this match against Brock coming up at Backlash. There's there are a lot of things they can do. Uh, the future, as far as what we see, is kind of an open book for WWE. Like you mentioned, there is the uh, there's Money in the Bank. There's an eventual Royal Rumble happening again. At which, and those kinds of things can have superstars cross from one show to another, despite the exclusivity clause. I agree. Cody shouldn't hold a title that no one has held before. It's not conducive to his story because the title that has no title history, Dusty could never have held. Cody wants to hold the title that Dusty almost held that's the story cody has to eventually get his shot at roman again whether it's through money in the bank whether it's through another royal rumble whether it's through an upcoming trade there are a lot of things that can happen between now and wrestlemania 50 (laughs) 40 40 you skipping 40. 40. We just had I wasn't 39. Sure. Okay. You know, <laughs> Don't do that to me. So, like, Time's since, already accelerating. Okay. Since like they don't use numbers anymore, so I get lost. I knew it was something with a 9 at the end. You know what? I'm Maybe maybe I'm still a little in vacation mode that I should have known that. WrestleMania 40 is coming up. So. Yeah. I mean, they could always do SummerSlam. Um, I also say... Just saying, in July, which is, I believe, after Money in the Bank, there is an MSG show, and it was in Madison Square Garden where Dusty had that faithful match. You know, so let's don't let's not uh, bank on the significance of WrestleMania 
and sleep on the legendary status of Madison Square Garden because Madison Square Garden itself is also a character. Mm-hmm. So something to think about. Definitely. Places and things can be characters. For example, I don't know. Some might say the Enterprise is also a character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, back to the other nerd stuff, more wrestling. So, <laughs> uh, well, I guess since we're on a roll here, um, what do you make of what Seth Rollins said uh, when he wanted when he got his chance to talk about the championship? Because I felt like a lot of people got to talk about it. Theory said some stuff. Seth said some stuff. Uh, basically, on the lines that. All the names that uh, Triple H listed, you know who's not on that list? I'm not on that list. Roman Reigns never beat me, you know. Um, And that the championship, it it gives you a reason to fight. And Mm -hmm. we want to fight. It's like, well, no. I mean, you could still fight for money. That's pretty cool, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yes, uh, it's important to... I mean, I understand how everybody's feelings are on this and, uh, you know, with Roman and stuff. But I think the reason I like it so much is because if whoever stops this is like a hero, it's the, you know what I mean? It's the unstoppable enemy. He's out there. There's no way you can stop him. It's like, man, he's always got doubt, you know, but and then finally someone is able to to go over that, which is why I still think it's good that Cody lost because you can't, it's not, it wouldn't be fair. I mean, not fair. It wouldn't, it wouldn't do the story justice. It's you, you know, you fought hard, but really how much did you do? And it's one shot, the tribal chief. We've said this before. This is, this is the final boss. He, the strategies is always changing. It's almost like the, the AI is reading what you're going to do anyway, kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's like, He's Mike Tyson. He's Mr. Dream at the end. You know, he's really hard to beat. Another old man reference. Jeez. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's all about. It's about that, that the next thing. Let's get to a thousand days. Now, Night of Champions is even more important. Who knows? We might get a new championship belt for the Tribal Chief at Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. Since they're celebrating there. Yeah, I think that I think that would be really cool. Um, debut a brand new championship belt in Saudi Arabia, which has a history has a history of the Greatest Royal Rumble. The there was a which there was a trophy there was a, there was a belt for. That's right, the the red and green Roman belt, had it mm-hmm. right, which ha- hasn't been seen since. So good job. It's over there somewhere. Right, I think they keep it. Uh, I think there was a trophy also. Oh, the. Uh, is that where they had the ovary cup that we call it? No, that was a WrestleMania. I that think. was okay. That was WrestleMania. Yeah, that's or... too many women in a match, yeah. buddy. Right. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, for, forget all of that. My my brain's still somewhere over the Mediterranean, Caribbean. Uh huh. Whatever. Clearly. Doesn't matter. It's all water. It's all you, water, dude. It's all, it's all uh, water. It's literally all connected somehow. Anyway. Sure. 
<laughs> I'm gonna stop talking now and fig and you'll figure out you'll tell us what the next segment is. It's draft time, Rich Deriz. All uh, right. What we're gonna go do is here, we're gonna go through uh the draft and you have the the uh Monday Night Raws, you have the SmackDowns, and you also have the supplemental draft that occurred on Saturday. Uh, some free agent business here as well, as you will now share. Is that correct? That is correct. So <laughs> the picks that were made this past Friday on SmackDown. Number one, which if you were an executive, you know, okay, babe, and this was not your first pick, you would have been fired. The first pick for SmackDown was the bloodline consisting of the eligible members being Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman. Very solid, interesting. Solid first pick. We don't know what determined who was eligible for which night, but the Usos were not eligible to be part of the first night of the draft. Why? Like I said, they didn't tell us. Yeah, uh, I think it's to send the message uh, to to the to the brothers Uso. That's my opinion. We talked about it. You said they should have said it on television or something. Mm. But I just I thought Roman Reigns has a lot of sway. If he wanted to, he could have. But it's not like they mentioned an arbitrary number in the limit of factions, right? You know because. Solo, Roman, and Paul make three, but the OC is Gallows, Beechin, and AJ, so that's four. You know what and I Anderson. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ah, for some, I thought I counted the OC as two guys, like the the tag team. Did I count oh, wrong? You said Gallows. Oh, sorry. Gallows, Beechin, AJ. It's okay. Well, we're um, we both making mistakes. We're still on vacation. Right. So I don't know. I really think if Roman really wanted it, he could have had them. But it doesn't make sense from a tactical point of view because you're down two guys. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out on Monday that the tribal chief works in mysterious ways. Although we do not have new undisputed SmackDown tag team champions, or you know, you know what I mean, undisputed tag team champions. There's still Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So. And also, we still don't know what that menacing scene meant when Solo was wrapping up the spike. And uh, Heyman is like, basically, you're up. You know, or whatever. Tonight is your night. So we don't know if it was get ready to handle some business after these guys fail or what. Because I got to say, risking a disqualification would still cost him the match. So I don't know. I think. It might have been, but I guess Riddle kind of tactically saved somebody's butt by uh, fighting off with Solo. Mm-hmm. But Solo still managed to come back, but Riddle was just gone, like at the end when the right. Usos lost. Yeah. So. So presumably, presumably Solo spiked Riddle somewhere in the back, and then by the time he got out there, the Usos had already lost, and he just, well, in my mind, looks at them with disappointment. Well, Rich, there is. I'm under the assumption we may never know. Indeed. What we do know is the second overall pick, even though the announcer said it was the first overall pick, but it certainly was not. But the first pick for Raw, which is probably what they announced meant, was the American Nightmare himself, Cody Rhodes, as we already discussed. 
who a lot of people are assuming will be the inaugural world champion, and we've already stated that's nah, probably not the best idea. Um, although, why don't we answer that question? Who do you think, uh, sound off in the comments below, should be the first, the inaugural WWE World Heavyweight Champion? I'd make the argument for a lot of people, and since it's a Raw Championship, I can't say AJ Styles, so... <laughs> Right. I don't. I know. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be Finn Balor because he's cursed. Just <laughs> no. That's it. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, if it's not Seth Rollins, then I don't know. Right now, it's kind of hard to do because we don't know who's going to be on Raw anyway. That's so right. We could say a guy. And he's like, no. But at least once we get through the rest of the draft that I keep interrupting, I'm under the assumption Seth's going to be on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. So it's a no-brainer. So let's keep going. Yeah, I so Seth would be my pick also. My second pick actually my second pick actually is Finn Balor because I think in the back of Triple H's mind he could he wants to see what that inaugural title run would have been like. Right. But if not Finn and if not Seth, then I think an actual draftee to Raw, Shinsuke Nakamura would be a good choice. That would be a good choice. I don't think it's going to happen. But it's a definitely a good choice. That's a, that's a dark horse right there. Mm-hmm. Um, or an underdog, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, those, those are all good, I think. All right. So the second pick for SmackDown was the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. So obviously, it looks like the Judgment Day is moving to Raw. Unless they're on Raw already. I, I think they're raw already. They they're mostly on raw, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's arbitrary at this point. Yeah, and then they'll do a little swap, maybe, or who knows. The you fourth... mean for the championships? Right. I think that when they they talk to Bianca, she's like, "Yeah, I'm the SmackDown champion now," because because <laughs> she's like, you know, remember because it was the first time I won the first title I won was the SmackDown Championship. So it's going to be great being a SmackDown champion over here. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm fine with it. Honestly, at this point, it's 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 color change. It doesn't change who you beat to become the champion. It's just the, the, the brand you're on. I don't it's it's different to me. It doesn't I a lot of people are complaining about that, but it's like I don't see like what the issue is here. It doesn't change. They're not trading championships. Well, like you don't know that. I'm just saying. So so to to a point you made before, there's a lineage, right? This is different. Why? This is different. Because these championships are not even as old. They're nowhere near as old as the All WWE right. championship. But you're still proposing that they just they change the name of the title rather than just swapping belts. Rich, it's just swapping back. It's just swapping back because they swapped this way and then they're swapping it again. Who? All right. What I'm about to say is it'll offend a lot of people. It's going to offend a lot of people. Okay. And people are going to get people are going to get mad at me. And you know what? I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't say it. Look, it's the women's championships. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that I'm the only one that's brave enough to say this. And it doesn't mean it doesn't mean. And I've always said this. Mark on a basic book of podcast. Okay. 
no wrestling. All of them are way tougher than I am. But the, the divisions are just so weak. I can't be bothered to be upset about this like some people. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter that much to me. I'm sorry. I love Rhea Ripley. I think Bianca Cena, Bianca Belair is the best. I think she's great. I, I've All the things she does, every time we talk about her, I say how great she is. Richard Riz is the only one with problems because it's uh, he's stale character or whatever. I think it's fine. It doesn't bother me because it's like, if you think about like your favorite video game protagonists, they grow a little bit, you know, but they're still at their core, that character. You know what? Sonic gonna Sonic, Mario gonna Mario, Bianca gonna EST. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's the character. That's who you like. Um, and eventually that will change. Probably maybe she'll, you know, be a heel. She was a heel before. It's not like she can't. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how I got lost on that, but I don't got a lot of people mad at me, but I'm not, I'm not a misogynist. Okay. I, I, I love women. They're the best, but I just don't, I, it's who cares here? Like it's, a, it's just on a different show. It doesn't change that Bianca Belair, uh, is the champ for like a year. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And uh, people are like, oh, why, why is she just drop it to EO or whatever? It doesn't matter. She's getting drafted to SmackDown also. She's on SmackDown now. Spoiler alert. It's still going to happen. It's still going to have the match. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. She's losing at Backlash. Bianca Belair is going to KOD her, and it's a wrap. True story. Mm -hmm. So the last pick of round one went to Raw, and that is Becky Lynch, who was already on Raw. Which is why I think Seth's going to be on Raw next week also, since yeah. he's not in this batch anyway. Yeah. Round two is the Street Profits going from Raw to SmackDown. Well, that's another uh, layup right there. Montez Ford, Bianca Belair, and also the fact that they're keeping teams together. Right. First pick for Raw was Imperium. I see champion Gunter going to Raw. Something tells me the United States champion is going to SmackDown next week. <laughs> a town down. Down the calendar because it's a Friday instead of Monday. Mm -hmm. And back to SmackDown after, what, seven, eight years? Edge. On this day. He's still old, yeah, because he he made SmackDown. He was on SmackDown uh, back in the day. Yeah, he was mostly a SmackDown guy. Mm -hmm. And staying on Raw, probably because he will forget to go to SmackDown. Matt Riddle, I, that could have been our truth. <laughs> you could have been talking about our truth. True story. We need him back on TV. Yeah, uh, you don't I need, but I think hurt. we want him. I think he's still hurt. I think I forgot about an injury. Yeah. It's okay. You probably reported on it. I remember. Yeah, he's probably in the free agents section. A lot of those are free agents. Yeah. They weren't eligible for draft due to injury. Mm. Opening round three, moving from Raw to SmackDown, Bobby Lashley. That's another matchup for Roman. It is. SmackDown to Raw, Drew McIntyre. Oh, Oh, I thought, oh, what, what the box was saying? The box was saying that Drew's done. Why would they draft a guy that's not done? Oh, gee, I wonder. You fools. Mm-hmm. 
Raw to SmackDown, the OC. Oh, it could be Drew. Could be. We'll make you a championship. Don't go. Right? You know what? Dude, it could be Drew. Drew likes Lions, probably. (laughs) Drew McIntyre. But Scottish psychopath attire, Drew McIntyre. But he's still Drew McIntyre. I've seen some Scottish crests that have Lions on them. There you go. Well, there's a lot of coat of arms that uh, use lions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very good. So I, I, I'm moving him up past Seth. I think Drew McIntyre. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, staying on Raw, The Miz closing out round three. What a miserable pick. Maybe. Like oh, the best mm-hmm. you could get is Maurice. <laughs> you know? Which. Where he is, she'll appear. Yeah. I mean. So maybe maybe they picked Maurice, but she's not in the pool, so they just picked Miz to get Maurice. That that explains everything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Moving from Raw to SmackDown, officially damage control. Sure. If, if they're even gonna be damage control after right. uh backlash or even mm-hmm. before then. You know what? If EO if EO wins the title, maybe she could be the leader of damage control. No, she's not though. Right. Yeah. Strong argument there. But KOD. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I as... love Bianca Belair. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. As already discussed, SmackDown to Raw, Shinsuke Nakamura. That was that was a shock to me. He's always been on SmackDown. That's cool, though. Mm-hmm. Ta- Separated from AJ, I guess. There's that. And I guess it's time to see, really, if he's got the chops. Oh, he's got the chops. He's got the skills. He is bad. Kinshasa. And then we had NXT picks going to SmackDown. Are the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Alba Fire and Michael Cole doesn't know how to say Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn. Right. That's what he said. Or Isla Dawn. Like he was called the car service in Brooklyn, La Isla, you know. Maybe uh, <laughs> he thinks she she's like Hispanic and La Isla Bonita. Yes, <laughs> great song, by the way. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, dude. I, I can't speak to that. Uh, also, he's old, so. Yeah, and then moving to Raw from NXT is the NXT Women's Champion injured, Indy Hartwell. Is she injured? She had a boot on SmackDown. Oh, she hugged. Grayson Waller was hugging her. Yeah, and she had a boot on. She was I know, wearing... but like, I get the boot. I got you. I'm talking about why Grayson Waller is doing this. He's a heel. He was just basically in a feud with the wrestling family. I don't like this. You better keep it kayfabe, brother. All right. Fel- fellow Aussies, I guess. Sticking together. I... I guess so. Maybe they know each other in a Shakespearean sense. I don't know, but that's not my business. Um, I think they're just really good friends to care for another. Um, because you're happy to see somebody, and who knows? Maybe, maybe some more NXTs on Monday. Well, uh, in the supplemental picks, which were announced on the SmackDown Lowdown, are you ready for this? I'll I'll, I'll stop after each one in case you want to discuss. Ready? Excellent. And these are in alphabetical order by first name because that's how Wikipedia does things right now. NXT to Raw, Apollo Crews. 
Staying on Raw, Candice LeRae. Mm, staying on Raw and moving to Raw from SmackDown, the tag team of Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Staying on Raw with his kayfabe wife, Dexter Loomis. Oh, they're keeping all the wrestlings together. That's right. Probably Johnny gets drafted on Monday. Probably. Let's see. Staying on SmackDown for Michael Cole to mock. Hit row. Wow. The only faction to make it to the supplemental draft. NXT to Raw, J.D. McDonough. Oh, man. I got to look at that creepy man on Monday nights now. This sucks. He's, he's like a Funko Pop. He is like a Funko Pop, but not like a cool one. It's kind of creepy. Like, you know, you don't want to see a human Funko Pop. That's freakish. He's like Finn Balor at home. Funko Finn Pop. Balor at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how he's going to fit in. I guess he'll probably be a heel. I think his head fits in the square peg, square hole. Yeah, he's a real blockhead, that guy. <laughs> the Minecraft character. Uh, staying on SmackDown, Lacey Evans. Great. Face or heel, who knows? Who cares? Right. Care. <laughs> right. Staying on Raw, Maximum Male Models. Monsoor, man. <laughs> That's right. SmackDown to Raw, Natalia. Okay. Also, SmackDown to Raw, the Viking Raiders, including Valhalla. And I think I saw this one coming. NXT to Raw, Zoe Stark. Oh, I like Zoe Stark. That's cool. They, they get another wrestler over there, another lady wrestler. Fight for that belt, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if she's a face or a heel. I don't know. And let's see. Free agents. All right. I'm going to run down this list real quick. Okay. Alexa, Alexa Bliss, it says, reason for not being drafted, inactive due to skin cancer treatment. Aaliyah, inactive due to unknown reasons. Big E, <laughs> Bray Wyatt due to illness. What kind of illness? We don't know. Carmella, inactive due to unknown reasons. Dolph Ziggler, simply undrafted during night one. Same for Mustafa Ali and Omos. MVP worked out a deal where Omos is a free agent, apparently. Is that... Okay, that's, I see that's that. That's what I it says. Notes. Yeah. You're correct. I know. Sometimes. Um I I So I so I'm reading from Wikipedia. There's a column that says a reason for not being drafted, if any, and then two columns over, because there's two columns for no reason, is notes, which that's where it says that MVP negotiated that. I feel like that should be in the reason, but column, but I didn't write this. I like your thought process. Okay. Uh, finishing out the lists is R-Truth, leg injury, Randy Orton, back injury, Robert Roode, neck surgery, which I don't oh, recall yeah. hearing about, Shanky, inactive due to unknown reasons, Tommaso Ciampa with a hip injury, and Von Wagner says N-A in the reasons. Uh, the notes column says, Real is one of the select NXT wrestlers available to be drafted on SmackDown Lowdown. Claire is a free agent after going undrafted after the, the night one supplemental. All right, so they'll probably show up and attack people on both shows, I guess, if that's what they want to do with him. Yeah, and then they'll see which show he gets a better reaction on, and you're on that show. Get in what you fit in, if I, if I believe it'll be. Um, I, think th- I think that's probably a better story than he just gets drafted, honestly. Woof. What do you think about the first night? I felt like a lot of it was kind of... There wasn't really any kind of shocker, except for it was kind of weird that the NXT Women's Championships got drafted, like all three. Like how the tag titles is 
two, I guess. True. Um, but who knows if they'll even be the NXT Women's Champions because the the annoying ones, they're going to have a tag team championship <laughs> on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, it, I don't know. I mean, The littlest I don't want... tag team champions in WWE history. That's right, Rich Torres. Uh, look, I just don't believe that beating Isla Dawn and uh, Alba Fire is good. But whatever. Whatever keeps the belts over there, I guess. But it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I guess I guess that's where we are. That's where we are now with this. Yes. So so, so it doesn't look good for Isla Dawn and Alba Fire if they get beat by these two right after being drafted, especially since they weren't drafted, number one. And then number two, if they if Isle Dawn and Albafire retain, then they should relinquish the NXT tag titles so they can continue their career. But then it makes the match that uh Katana Chance Caden Carter have against them pointless. Yeah. None of none of this makes any real sense. Cause I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. Didn't somebody wasn't someone the NXT North American champion and they got drafted and they had to like leave the belt or something? I could have sworn someone had to Oh no, that was like Keith Lee left the belt alone or something, right? Oh, what's I the thought you... for? Solo Sokoa. Oh, that's right, Solo. That's right. So Look at me remembering something. Good job, man. Thank so you. what's the deal? What the heck? So that means Indy Hartwell has to relinquish the NXT Women's Championship. Or drop it. No. Solo didn't have to relinquish it. Solo didn't have to drop it. He had to give it up. Why should she have to drop it? She's hurt anyway. Right. She should have to just relinquish it anyway. Yeah, so it's just, well, I mean, obviously this was planned out in advance. She'll probably do it on Monday. Yeah, they didn't plan the injury. You, I, you saw the spot where she got injured, right? Yeah, I thought, this is where my mind goes, I thought that was uh kayfabe because the the thing they always do where like one person f's off for the rest of the triple threat match and the other two are just fighting mm-hmm. like that I'm, I'm sitting there whole time I'm like this is stupid she's gonna come back she's gonna win she's fine but then oh okay she's got a boot on maybe they're committing to the bit but i don't know if they're committed to the bit, I'm down with that. And it makes sense that she would have to relinquish it. And it's like you said, people know this in advance. So maybe she wasn't. And this leads to the relinquishing. Although all Solo did was wind up on the main roster and he had to give up his belt. So may, it should be the same for everything. I think the part, uh, the reason why Solo had to give up the belt was because I think it was Carmelo Hayes complained that Solo cheated or something like that. Since I remember... when does someone complaining about cheating lead to actual authoritative change? It's like people complaining about global warming. None of the stuff you do matters. You're just messing up art. Nobody cares. You're just annoying. You're right, anyway. but <laughs> I, I think it's to do with the fact that he cheated... And he wasn't on the show anymore, so there was sort of no point. So it was like, all right, well, you cheated, and since you're not on the show anymore, you gotta give us the belt. Mm. It was kind of just an extra point to for Shawn Michaels to make. Give me one second. I didn't realize my door was open. It should be closed. Okay. And now, finally, the show is all mine. Jerry's gonna see this in post. It's gonna be funny. Oh man! What? All right. 
No, I heard you say something in post. It's fine. <laughs> this is all my fault anyway. I didn't realize the door was open. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I gave you something to laugh at in post. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. That's not making you laugh after the show's done. <laughs> all right. Well, in the spirit of the WWE draft, uh, Jared and I are going to do our own draft. That's right, Richard Rizzo says, you are the basement champion. You will not only be able to pick first, but you also get to choose uh, which brand uh, you wish to pick for. Um, mm-hmm. The rules are that we can pick. We're picking from the same pool that was available for night one. We'll take turns, obviously. And um, there's something else that I wanted to mention, but it's probably not that important. Whatever. We're, it's Ted. We're sticking to Ted. Ted each. So we don't, because you know we'll be here for hours, folks. So we'll do Ted and Ted. Uh, it doesn't matter what the ratio of whatever. No, just whoever you want from what we have here is what we'll go with. And uh, if we have time, we could talk about, like, you know, what led to that and whatever. And we can also do trades if you wanted to do trades uh, for here. Or we can just wait till we have the whole thing done. Right. So, as your reigning defending basement champion, I feel it is only fitting that I represent the Prime Show, the A-Show, the show that gets more time raw so we have the return of Riz's raw and man Riz's... i was hoping to get monday night raw <laughs> of course you were but why why would i give that to you <laughs> i don't know this is right now this is yeah. me this is mine okay. i get the choice <laughs> i'm choosing raw okay and with champion's advantage for Riz's raw I do the only thing I can do, and I choose the Bloodline as my first pick. Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman. They the ones. Uh, very Watch good. The Usos. the Usos are the ones, but you know what I mean. All right. So uh, for Monday Night Raw, uh, the uh, number one draft pick, I'm looking at this list. So I'm like. You, you mean for Jared Smackdown? Yeah. I'm going to fix this. I'm just gonna say SmackDown. I'm not. It's not like okay. I'm writing the show anymore. Um, uh-huh. All right. So my number one draft pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Cody Rhodes, and mainly because I like Cody Rhodes' music, and it deserves to be on my show. So. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Like if you don't have that, like first of all, Cody's a draw. So my gate already, it it's gonna sell out. Like I think Monday sold out. The All State Arena, they sold out, and I'm good. I I think it's because of Cody Rhodes. Could be, yeah, certainly could be. Uh, just so you know, could because I, of course, prepared myself here. I have a list. I have a oh. list of more than ten. Right, smart. See, Cody would have been my second pick. Instead, of course he would. That's why I took him too. That's right. <laughs> See, all right, my second pick. Including the Intercontinental Champion Imperium. 
I watched that. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> because all we right. think alike. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. For for SmackDown, uh, Basement Jair chooses in a shocking, a shocking turn of events. The Mike you shake the very foundation of common sense. I choose Drew McIntyre for my SmackDown show. Good choice. <laughs> number three Good. draft two, right? It's number two draft. Number pick. two for you. Let's see. He was on my list a bit further down, but Raw's third draft pick. Is the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair? She's on her own. She's still on Raw. All right. Uh, SmackDown chooses the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I like Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Good pick, good tell. pick. <laughs> Very strong pick. What a competitor. <laughs> <laughs> Deep <The> cut. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. The fourth pick for Monday Night Raw in their entirety. Damage control. Oh, wow. You've saved Michael Cole. I have. I like my commentary team better than yours, so thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that means Pat McAfee might show up sometimes. That's right. All right. Uh, not a bad pick. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. So in the spirit of fairness and also, you fool, I take the man, Becky Lynch. <laughs> <sighs> you think I didn't see that coming? Of course I did. But did you see this coming? Oh, 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 <laughs> got you. I got you. <laughs> All right. For Raw's fifth pick, also in their entirety, the OC. That's really good. That's a good pick. That's good. That's good. Uh, all right, so what are we at right now? Uh, I got five, you got four. All right, and now I choose the Nigerian giant, Omos, exclusively for SmackDown. Good pick. Big attraction. Pick. You know, he's a big guy. You know, you see something special regardless of what he does. A lot of people are getting thrown around. Two big matches there for him, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Yep. All right. OC was my last pick. So, to Raw, the Street Profits. Okay. Okay. Not to okay. keep them together with Bianca, but because they're... A good tag, tag team. team. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, for Jer SmackDown, as I will decide to call it, I guess. <laughs> we are cho we are choosing the King of Strong Style. 
Shinsuke Yakamura. One of the best theme songs. Uh, just strong style and just a fun guy. That's right. I'm definitely going right. to keep him face. Oh, yeah. Good pick. His heel run was hit or miss. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> right. Pick number seven for Riz's Raw. The Viking Raiders. In their entirety, of course. Yeah, you can't you can't have the Viking Raiders with Valhalla, because where else would they enter into? Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> oh. Um thankfully you have not touched him. And now the original bro is coming home to SmackDown, where we are aiming higher and higher. Not him, though, but us. Yay! Well, based on both of our previous picks, he was going to be my next pick. So good choice here. Now, let me get a look here. See, the thing is, we don't know what NXT stars were eligible as the select NXT talent eligible, right? Yep. So we kind of just have to guess. Well, guess no more. I am deviating from my main roster list here to be the first one to pick from NXT the NXT champion Carmelo Hayes and Trick Willie. What a great... Wow. I was going to drop some like like an explosion. Wow, Rich Torres, you really, you've really blown away the competition. Now that it has the the best, and you know, honestly, it's not hating when you're the best here. And you know, if you want your shot, you really do have to wait till next year. So that's why Broad Breaker's really angry. Mm. But he won't be angry anymore because. <laughs> Because he's on SmackDown now. All right. <laughs> After running through a cardboard wall with poor Carmelo Hayes. What a, what a sell, though. When he just went through him, it was like, oh, it was like nuts. They can make those spots look better. Yeah. I think it's one of those things if you're there. It doesn't really bother you as much, but on TV, it's like, come on, man. I I get it, but like, I think a barricade is more visceral. Definitely, it's like it's there. It's like you know, people sit there; they know how that thing feels, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But I guess their area is not built for that. So if they had to do something, people are like, oh well, this is going to be for a spot later or something. But then again, that I don't know. Whatever, I don't know. I don't know anything. Right. I'm not good at that stuff. I'm just a mark. Well, Braun was a good choice because he was going to be my next choice. So, Of course he was. <laughs> moving on from Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Looking at my list here that I already have. You know, I'd say I'm a little weak on the females. Not really. Got damage control there. All right. Yeah, that's true. You got like three for the price of one, which is kind of a smart thing to do. It makes me look like a real misogynist. I got like one, and she calls herself the man. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, speaking of getting three for the price of one, from NXT, I am picking 
into share. Oh, nice. That's three big meaty men, or two big meaty men, I mean. <laughs> and a former WWE champion. That's right. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, man, this is going to be hard. Um, look, this was difficult. Um, look, he, all right. Jared smacked out drafts. Forrest Gump. Um, Forrest Gump is on SmackDown now. So, picking up your slack, Riz's Raw picks, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Wow. Wow, you know what? It makes sense. You got three hours. You might as well make a little room for. Uh, see, I'm trying to maximize two hours and profit. Um, boy, I'm not helping my case here. Okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> whatever. We could sell plenty of Becky Lynch merch as she faces off against. Shit. <laughs> she faces off against shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, look, final draft pick for SmackDown. He's a real legend, uh, a, a real positive influence. Jared SmackDown for number ten, Mustafa Ali. Positively, Ali. Welcome to the Blue Brand. We have high hopes for you. All right. Well, the fans, if you're if you're watching, you're going to see our picks. If you're just listening, I will run them down real quick. Riz's Raw has the bloodline consisting of Roman Reigns, Solos Co., and Paul Heyman. All of Imperium, Bianca Belair, all of Damage Control, all of the OC, the Shree Prophets, the Viking Raiders, including Valhalla. Hayes and Trick Williams, Indus Share, and Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. While Jerry's Smackdown has Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Becky Lynch as the only female on the show at the moment. Marrying me with the women. <laughs> Omos with MVP, Shinsuke Nakamura, Matt Riddle, Braun Breaker, the X Factor himself, Forrest Gump, and Mustafa <laughs> Ali. Positively Ali. I love that guy. What a guy. Welcome. Left yeah. unclaimed by anyone, by either Raw or SmackDown, in our draft, Dolph Ziggler, Edge, GG Dolan, uh, the rest is just. Uh... Oh, actually, this is this isn't even the full list because this is um, NXT. I'm actually I don't have GG on my list. I would have taken her if I could. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she was on my list further down than everyone else, obviously. Yeah, uh, I didn't have access to that. I just have like the WWE.com one. It's okay. Mm-hmm. All righty. That was fun. Uh, I can't wait till next week. <laughs> yeah. Viewers and listeners, uh, let us know who you would have picked. Let us know what you think of our draft picks. Let us know what you think of WWE's draft picks. What would you do? Who would you feud first? Who would you give the new World Heavyweight Championship to? Who do you line up to face Roman Reigns next? Let us know. Check out all the links in the link tree. I think the only thing not on the link tree is Instagram based on Booker's Pod. Am I correct with that, Jer? 
Uh, yeah, that's right. For some reason, but it's easy to get to. <laughs> yep, we just said it. So, time to close out. I think it's time to close uh, out. All right, let's let's do this. All right. Well, you know, we we already mentioned the link tree, but as always, Jared has a parting message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow, Follow the Booker. Booker.